Welcome back to Squared Sports Land Frank Podcast. On those this podcast, Land Frank, we are now in episode number 18. Alabama is your 2021 national champions. The NFL divisional playoff round is set. We got a lot of good games coming up in the NFL. My Mets got Francisco Lindor, and there is so much to get through in this action-packed episode. Stay tuned, Squared Sports Land Frank, episode number 18. Now, start with episode number 18, how we always do with our headlines. In the NBA, LaMelo Ball is the youngest player in NBA history to drop a triple-double. And he almost had it against his brother. He was one assist away. Then, the next game, he got that triple-double. LaMelo Ball is turning out to be a really, really good player. And he might even win Rookie of the Year. My preseason pick was James Wiseman. But LaMelo Ball might just be the Rookie of the Year this year. He's playing fantastic. Oh, the Knicks, you know. Last episode, I'm going crazy. I'm saying, the Knicks are going to make the playoffs. The Knicks are a good team. The Knicks have officially sort of collapsed. I mean, they, I don't know. They've lost a couple games in a row. They lost to the Hornets. They lost to the Thunder. They lost to another team. So, I mean, the Knicks are not playing well. I mean, after ever since I said that the Knicks were a great team, they really haven't played well at all. But I hope they bounce back as a Knicks fan. Not too much news in the NBA this week. Let's move to the NFL where there's a lot of news. Deshaun Watson... Might just want to add Houston. You know, if you're a Houston sports fan, your best player on your NBA team, the Rockets, James Harden wants out. Now your best, the best player on your NFL team, the Houston Texans, also wants out. I don't blame Deshaun Watson for wanting out. I mean, he's a really, really good player. I mean, I don't think he should have too much input in the GM hire, but obviously the head coaching hire, like, they should have definitely requested an interview with Eric B. Enemy. I do not know why they did not. I don't blame Deshaun Watson for requesting a trade at all. The Bears lost, just as everybody expected. Money Mitchell Trubisky did not come through. They did lose. The Seahawks lost. That was the only pick we missed on Square Sports NFL Game Day last week. We only missed one pick, and it was that Seahawks game. You know, John Wolford literally got hurt in the second drive of the game. Jared Goff, without his, one of his thumbs pretty much, came in, balled out, and they won. I mean, it was sort of a game manager game for Jared Goff. You know, get the ball to your playmakers, make them do the work, run the ball, and they won that game. Defense was phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. But they have to play the Packers this week. We'll pick that game in Square Sports NFL Game Day coming up. But the Seahawks did lose to the Rams. The Colts lost, and I only can blame it on Frank Reich. You know, you go for him fourth down goal in like the first, second quarter, I think it was. And if you just kick the field goal, then that game goes to overtime because if they just got down the field a little bit on that last drive and kicked the field goal, they would have gone to overtime. But if they had just kicked that field goal earlier, then the game would have obviously already been in overtime. So, the Colts lost. The only person I can blame it on is Frank Reich. Bills exploded in the second half. This Bills team is looking really, really good. They have a tough matchup against the Red Heart Ravens next week. The Ravens won, but the Titans did lose. I predicted the Ravens would win, as they did. They are on a tear right now, the Ravens. I am so happy about this Ravens team being really, really good right now. They might just beat the Bills next week. I'll pick that game coming up, but they might just beat the Bills next week. That's crazy that the Ravens are rolling at the right time. Washington football team, Taylor Heineke, their dream, you know, season has come to an end. Taylor Heineke, you know, maybe he'll be their backup quarterback next year. I hope he's still in the NFL. He played really, really well, but they did lose to Tom Brady in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Lastly, the Steelers lost. Oh, I picked them to lose, but did I predict them to be down 28-0 in the first half? Did I predict them to lose 48-37? No, I did not. Chase Claypool said, yeah, we lost the Browns, but they're going to get killed next week. That just makes you look worse because you got blown out by the team who got blown out is basically what you're saying. Steelers lost. The only, per- the only 
thing they can blame it on is themselves. The Steelers team, I don't know what happened. They collapsed down the season, down the stretch. Steelers are out of the playoffs, and their season is over. One more thing in the NFL. Doug Peterson has been fired. The happiest day as a Giants fan in a while because Giants, you know, Doug Peterson, kept me. you kept the Giants out of the playoffs. You kept my Giants outside of the playoffs with you taking Jalen Hurts out of the game. Doug Peterson has officially been fired by the Philadelphia Eagles. Really quick, college football. You know, Alabama, your 2021 national champions. That's all there is to say. Ohio State, really, really bad game plan on defense. Ohio, Alabama, your 2020 national champions. MLB, Francisco Lindor has been traded to my New York Mets. My favorite MLB team. This is probably the biggest trade I've ever seen the Mets do in my lifetime. The Mets are officially back. Steve Cohen has made the biggest move for the Mets in years. The Mets are going to be back on the map this year, and they might just win the World Series. I'm so happy about that Francisco Lindor trade. That's about it for the headlines this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, like I said, the NFL Divisional Playoff Round is set. So let's pick the games. Square Sports NFL Game Day Playoff Edition. We're rolling at the right time. Two weeks ago, last week, the regular season, perfect record, first time ever. Last week, we only missed one game. That's Seahawks again, like I said in the headlines. Let's get that perfect record this week. Let's jump right into it. Tough game to pick right away. Buccaneers versus Saints. This is a really, really tough game. I really, really was going to pick the Saints, but the last man went over some things. The Buccaneers will win this game. Tom Brady's not going to lose to the Saints three times in the same year. They win 31-27. to Give me the Buccaneers, and Bruce Arians gets another playoff win. Rams-Packers. The Rams lose big. 31-16. to The Rams lose. You know, maybe the Rams D shows up a little bit, but Aaron Donald's a little hurt. You know, he might not even be at full strength for that game. He might not even play in that game. Jalen Ramsey will maybe shut down a couple wide receivers. They'll put him up against Devontae Adams. But that could open up some room for Marcus Valdez-Scantling, a couple other guys, Aaron Jones in the backfield. I mean, they don't have the... I mean, they have a pretty good rush defense. The Rams, by I me, mean, Aaron Jones could torch them also. But... I'm going to pick the number one seed in the NFC East and the NFC, the Packers, to win this game, 31-16. to The Ravens versus the Bills. This is a good game. Like I said in the headlines, the Ravens might just win. And I'm going to pick the Ravens to win. I wasn't fully amazed by the Bills last week. It wasn't like the Bills I had seen the week before or anything like that. I wasn't, like, blown away by the Bills. I mean, they won that game. Stephon Diggs played really well, and so Josh Allen. But I'm going to take the upset. The Ravens will win this game. I picked the upset last week for the Ravens to win that game. Big trust. I got trust in the Ravens to win this game. They beat the Bills, moving on to the conference championship. Browns, Chiefs. Don't overlook this one, Kansas City. Don't overlook this one. I was really also thinking about picking the Browns because they're rolling at the right time. But you're going up against the Kansas City Chiefs, who actually haven't played that great as of late. You know, they only beat the Falcons by like three. They lost the Chargers the week before, but that's when they are the week after. But that's when they had like all their starters out. Most of like Patrick Mahomes didn't even play. I don't even think Tyreek Hill played. So I'm not too concerned about the Chiefs, but I'm still going to pick the Chiefs. Closer than expected, 31 to 28. Give me the Chiefs. Moving on to the conference championship will be it will be Chiefs versus Ravens conference championship showdown. I'm so excited for this game. Ravens versus Chiefs, in my opinion, will be the conference championship game this year in the AFC. That's about for Squared Sports NFL Game Day. Leave your picks in the comment section. It's that time of year when everyone NFL coaches are getting fired. 
and NFL coaches are getting hired. Today's top five is top five coaching candidates for any head coaching position. So for the Eagles, the Texans, the Lions, Falcons, Jaguars, any of those teams, let's get into it. Honorable mention, I'll get two honorable mentions before we get into five through one. First one is Pat Fitzgerald, Northwestern head coach. You know, a couple of years ago, the Packers actually reached out to him wondering if he wanted to be the head coach of the Packers. There wasn't too much interest there, but I mean, there's been a lot of rumors that he might go to the NFL this year. Tom Allen, I mean, I, I, Indiana head coach, I love Tom Allen. Players love him. That's good in the NFL. GM, owner, might want to offer him something. Maybe like the Eagles, that'd be good. But number five, Lincoln Riley, the Oklahoma head coach. You know, he does a lot of motion in his plays. NFL teams like that. That's what Alabama basically did all of the national championship, just motion for Devontae Smith. They got playmakers on that team. The Eagles, if they can drop the playmaker. They're going to have, like, the number six pick. They can get, like, maybe even Devontae Smith if he slides there. But they can get, like, a Jamar Chase, maybe Jalen Waddle if they trade back or something. But they're going to get a lot of good players. Lincoln Riley, I think he'd be a good NFL coach. Eagles have already reached out. There's rumors. But he's the fifth best head coaching candidate right now. Number four. Arthur Smith, Tennessee Titans offense coordinator. I think every team with a head coaching vacancy has requested to interview him. That's crazy. Their offense is good, but what worries me is like that game plan for Ravens game was just terrible. Their game plan was just give it to Derrick Henry, and it didn't work. Derrick Henry pretty much got shut down in that game. That's what worries me a little bit, but Arthur Smith is at number four, in my opinion. Number three, Ryan Day. Yes, yes, yes. I know. I'm a huge Michigan fan, and Ryan Day had a terrible game plan that little bit in that Alabama game. But Ryan Day, you know, he'd also work well with the Eagles. Former QB coach for the Eagles when they won the Super Bowl. Keep that in mind. He would be a good fit for them. I like Ryan Day as a coach. I obviously don't like that he's the head coach of Ohio State because I'm a Michigan fan. But Ryan Day is at number three. Now, here's where we get into number two through one. Like, the real top-tier head coaching candidates. Number two, Brian DeBull, the Buffalo Bills offensive coordinator. Really, really good offense coordinator. I think he works up in the booth, which, I mean, I'd prefer him to be on the sideline of the offense coordinator, but, you know, that's not that big of an issue. He, their, their offense has been super powerful this year. He's utilized Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen extremely well. Brian DeBull would be a great head coaching candidate. I'm putting him at number two. Now, number one, pretty popular opinion for a lot of people. Pretty popular pick. It's kind of obvious. Eric Bieniemy, Kansas State Chiefs offense coordinator. I think he went to Colorado for college, and then Colorado had had a head coaching vacancy last year. He was almost hired there. But I do expect him to take an NFL job. Hopefully, hopefully, the Texans job, if they do eventually decide to request an interview with him. Even though they haven't yet, I hope they do, because he could really utilize Deshaun Watson well. And, you know, Deshaun Watson and Patrick Williams, they're friends. Patrick Williams has probably said great things about Eric B. and me to Deshaun Watson, which makes him want to tell the Texans, hey, we got to request an interview with this guy. We, we got to hire him as our next head coach. Eric B. and me is the best head coach candidate on the block right now. You know, like I said, that top-tier area, Brian DeBull and Eric B. Enemy. Well, yeah, they are. Eric B. Enemy is the best head coaching candidate for any team in the NFL right now. Leave your top five head coaching candidates for any NFL team right now in the comment section. Now, did you know? Today's did you know is, did you know the Browns won by 11 on Sunday night against the Steelers? to get their first playoff victory in, like, 18 years, I think. So they won by 11 that game. Over a two-year span from the 2016 season and the 2017 season, all your wins combined totaled up to three points because you had one win in 2016, then you had, um, I think, no, actually, no wins in 2017. They won 0-16. So congratulations, Cleveland Browns fans. Congratulations, Cleveland. Congratulations, Baker Mayfield. You get your respect. You won a playoff game. 
That's amazing, Baker Mayfield. I'm happy for you. You're tied for the most playoff wins out of your draft class. Josh Allen has one. Lamar obviously has one now. And you have one, Baker Mayfield. Congratulations, Cleveland. You've came back to the playoffs. You've came back to almost the top. You're not there yet, but maybe next year you'll get to the top. Congratulations, Cleveland. Did you know that? Leave that in the comment section. MVP LVP. The MVP of this week is very, very obvious. Just how LVP last week was very, very obvious in my mind. Doug Peterson was LVP last week. <sighs> MVPs this week are Devontae Smith and Mac Jones. What a game for Devontae Smith. What a first half for Devontae Smith. That's all he played the first half because then he got hurt like the first play of the second half. But Mac Jones balled out too. What a game for both of you. You are both MVP this week. LVP. Big Ben or Roethlisberger. What was it, like four picks? Like three in the first half? Oh, man. You crushed all of Pittsburgh's heart. Big Ben, Roethlisberger. What are you doing? You blew that game for the Steelers. You should probably retire after this year. Or the Steelers should probably draft a quarterback since there's nobody on the roster who can be Big Ben's successor right now. Ben Roethlisberger, you're easily LVP this week. Easily. Who's your MVP? Who's your LVP? Leave that in the comment section. Now, let's do something different. Trouble in paradise. Is there trouble in paradise for Deshaun Watson? You know, a year ago it seemed everything was going up for the Texans. You know, we got our superstar quarterback. We got our superstar wide receiver. We got a pretty good defense. We're going to maybe make the Super Bowl next year. And then they trade the Andre Hopkins. They got rid of a couple other guys. They have the, They don't have their number three pick this year. They don't have a couple other picks. So I think you should get out of Houston. And here's a good trade idea. If I'm the Miami Dolphins, here's what I would do. I want Deshaun Watson on the Miami Dolphins. That's what I'm going to say. If I'm Chris Greer, the Dolphins GM... I'm calling up Nick Casario right now saying, give me Deshaun Watson. Here's what I'll give you. I will give you Tua Tungvaloa, a player, but you want the proven superstar over the Gallup potential with the injury concern also. You want the number You want the number three pick? I mean, it wasn't our pick originally. It's your pick originally, so we'll just give that pick back to you. No problem. You get two of the number three pick. We'll give you the number 35 pick, early second-round draft pick. You can get a good running back and maybe get Dodge Harris or get another wide receiver. And... We'll consider giving you the number 18 pick. I'm not so sure on that. Maybe they could give him the number 18 pick. But if they do keep the number 18 pick, Dolphins, they could get Najee Harris. But, I mean, if they do get Deshaun Watson, then you go out in free agency and get Chris Godwin. If he's a free agent, I do expect him to be a free agent this year. I'm not sure if the Bucks will bring him back. Then, I want to either draft Najee Harris with number 18 pick if I do keep it, or I want to pick up Aaron Jones in free agency because Aaron Jones will be a free agent this year. Top 10 running back in the league easily, maybe even top five. Deshaun Watson is great. Get him out of Houston. Get him out of Houston. Bring him to Miami. They will be a Super Bowl contender next year if he goes to Miami. That team will be stacked. Stacked. I'm not sure how the salary cap will work up with everything. Maybe they can't afford Aaron Jones, Chris Godwin, and Deshaun Watson. But, like, that'd be great for them. I, I definitely think they should go after Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson, there's a lot of rumors that he would, de- uh, he would waive his no-trade cost to go to Miami, and that's, like, the only team he would waive his no-trade cost to go to. He likes Miami, Deshaun Watson. He wants to go to Miami. Get him out of Houston. 
and bring him to Miami. You got to make the steal, the Dolphins. You got to make the steal. But then for the Texans, like, I'm not giving him up. He's my franchise quarterback. It's my first year on the job. I'm Nick, I'm Nick Casario. I'm not going to give him my franchise QB. No, I'm not. But you should. And you should give him to the Miami Dolphins. It works for both sides. You get so much draft capital, which you've been needing for years. Years. Get Deshaun Watson out Houston. Bring him to Miami. That's what I think. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, let's take a look back from episode number 11 when I had a big hot take that the Seahawks were spending wrong and that they were going to be set for failure. But if they won the Super Bowl this year, then it would all have been fine. Put down social media. You know, I'm excited. And I got a lot of hate for that. But now, that's proven to be right. You know what happened? Seahawks got eliminated from playoff contention this week. They're set up for failure. They got no 2021 first-round pick this year. Cool. They got no first-rounder next year. All right. That's really, really bad, but okay. You didn't need Jamal, and and then you trade your third-rounder this year. You have no sixth-rounder this year, but sixth-round pick. Yeah. But you didn't need Jamal Adams, but we're going to get Jamal Adams because it's cool, you know. We want all the superstars. He's going to bring us to a Super Bowl in year one, and we're not going to get eliminated in the wild card again. We're going to get past the divisional round. We're going to win a Super Bowl. We're going to be back to the great Richard Sherman, Legion of Boom, Russell Wilson days. You did not need Jamal Adams. That was a terrible deal. A terrible one. You would Bradley McDougald, a really, really good safety. You traded him in that deal to the Jets with your two first-round picks, with that third-round pick. That was a terrible deal. They've been spending really, really bad. They've been just, I mean, this franchise is going to be set up for losing in the wild card, maybe not nine, seven seasons, ten, six seasons, for the next, like, ten years until they fix something. Man, I'm mad about this. You know, I was pre. I said Dolphins should spend. They should go after this guy, these guys, these guys. But, you know, I want them to do in free agency in the draft, not trade for everybody. Yes, I want them to trade for Deshaun Watson, but I want them to trade number three pick, which they don't really need. It's already in. It wasn't theirs in the first place. Okay. I want them to trade number 35 pick, which second round pick, not the biggest deal. And then Tua, which would you rather have the proven superstar or the gal with potential? Exactly. And then, like the Mets. I want them to spend well. I don't. I mean, they're spending well. They got Francisco Lindor. But, you know, I'm saying the Seahawks are spending bad because they're getting Jamal Adams. But the Mets spent it right. They traded Ahmed Rosario, who's like the same age as Francisco Lindor. They play the same position. But Ahmed Rosario is a bust. A bust. Would you rather have the bust or the guy with, or the superstar? Would you rather have the guy with potential in Andres Jimenez or the proven superstar? Would you rather have, like, the draft picks from this year who aren't going to be in the MLB for, like, the next for like five years and they might not even be good or Francisco Lindor who's 27 years old and is the best shortstop in the MLB a top 10 player Seahawks this is where we come back to you you spent wrong you set up for failure you know your defense has been pretty bad this year you need a running back Chris Carson's a free agent he's been well he's been good this year but man Seahawks really really bad decisions they've made in the past couple years gets me mad Seahawks just Setting themselves up for failure. They're going down a rough they're gonna go down a rough patch sooner than later. That's what I think. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, what lane would I take? Today's what lane would I take is about the Jets. They need a new head coach. They might need a new quarterback. They need more weapons on the outside, and they maybe need a new offensive line. But if you want a quarterback, 
and you don't think Sam Darnold's the future, trade for Deshaun Watson. You got the number two pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got the number two pick. We're going to go after Deshaun Watson. Okay, I'm cool with that. Because unlike the Seahawks, they didn't need a safety, and they went after Jamal Adams. But you need a quarterback, maybe. And you can go after Deshaun Watson, who's proven to be a not just a superstar, an X-factor for his team. Maybe you can get him, but that's like the same situation in but I don't think you should maybe go after him because then that's like the same situation he was just in Houston with no weapons or anything. Or here's a better one I got for you. You could trade number two to pick to the Bengals. They can get Penny Sewell, whatever, cool. You can get the number five pick and snatch um, Devontae Smith if he's still available. I maybe, may, maybe Dolphins get him at number three. Maybe another team gets him, but before that. But this would be insane because – if you're a Jets fan, would you rather have the offensive lineman who's not going to do much for Sam Darnold? I mean, they have they drafted Mikai Becton last year. Cool. And they could have had, like, Justin Jefferson. Or would you rather have the transcendent, one of the best wide receiver prospects we've seen in years? Or would you rather have the offensive lineman who's just going to be good on the offensive line and can't catch passes from Sam Darnold and it's not going to take you anywhere? You know, if you get Devontae Smith, you get him a couple up at Sam Darnold. You can maybe go 9-7, 8-8, 10-6 next year. That's a hot take, though. That's what I would do if I was the Jets. That's about for what lane would I take. What would you do if you were the Jets and you had the number two pick? That's what I would do with the Bengals trade. They can maybe grab Devontae Smith, you know. But I don't want the, I mean, offensive line, cool. Penny Sewell, cool. But I'd rather have the transcendent wide receiver down. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, with all due respect, Paul Gary Bryant, Nick Saban, is the best college football coach of all time. Seven national championships. Six in Tuscaloosa with the Alabama Crimson Tide. One with their rival, the LSU Tigers. You are the greatest coach of all time, Nick Saban. With all due respect, Paul B. Bryant, maybe you're tied with him for the greatest coach of all time. Respect to you, I mean. But Nick Saban, what he proved in that national championship game on Monday night, that he is the best college football coach of all time. Okay, so in the past, like, five years, let's say, so Jalen Hurts in 2016, he started to start, he was the starting quarterback to start the year, and he didn't lead them to a national championship. 2017, Jalen Hurts started the year, and he didn't lead them to a national championship, two and by Loa did, because he came in at halftime. And then, last, and then 2018, Tua started the season, but he didn't lead them to a national championship, 2019, they didn't even make the playoff. 2020, Mac Jones started the season and led them to a national championship. In the past five years, Mac Jones is the only Alabama quarterback to start the season as the starter and lead them to a national championship win. That's all there is to say. Nick Saban, greatest college coach of all time. No debate about it. That's about for with all due respect this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, best for last, question of the day. Today's question is, should the NBA pause the season? We've had a lot of positive tests. It's not like football. In football, you have, you're wearing a helmet, you know, you're, you're a little bit more up close. In basketball, you're not wearing a mask. You're kind of right next to each other at the free throw line, whatever it is. Should the NBA pause the season? Because there's been a couple positive tests. Seth Curry, a couple other players. Should the NBA pause the season? I think right now, I'm saying no, but maybe down the line, yes. And like, if there's more positive tests, then definitely, but that's the question of the day. Do you think the NBA should pause the season right now? That's about the question of the day this week. 
That's about for Score Sports with Lane Frank, episode number 18. Thank you for tuning in. Follow Score Sports on Instagram at Score Sports. Follow Score Sports on Twitter at Score Sports. Follow the best podcast producers in the game, DB Podcast, on Instagram at DB Podcast. And stay tuned for the best sports content in the world.